0: Welcome to Brew Time, guys. The show that your mom waits for your dad to go to work so she can invite Uncle Steve over for some good, long, clean, enjoyable discussion. Now, here are your hosts, Chris, Jim, and Pizza. Hey, Pizza! Why doesn't Mexico have an Olympic team?
1: I don't know, sir.
0: Because everybody who can run, swim, and jump is already in the U.S. <laughs> Huzzah! Huzzah! So there were four uh, gay guys sitting in a hot tub. And then all of a sudden, the condom start floating. Guy turns around and goes, okay, who farted?
1: <laughs> I'm coming, coming hot out of the gate with the controversy tonight.
0: <laughs> what did the cannibal do after dumping his girlfriend? Flush. Weep his ass. Flush and wipe his ass. Ah, <laughs> nice.
2: Mm. Straight speaking out the gate. You know, speaking of cannibalism, I've been watching that Dahmer show on Netflix. Have you guys seen that thing? I have not. I <gasps> haven't. Oh, oh It is it is something else. It's mm. at least a, it's at least worth the watch.
1: <laughs> I heard it's uh, very controversial.
2: <clears throat> uh yeah, some parts of it are. Yes. Well, supposedly
1: like uh <coughs> some of the surviving families of the victims are uh are up in arms about it because it's uh bringing back all this trauma you know, that they so went
3: through. That's a good point that you brought up there, Pizza. Because that's something I've seen lately. Um, a lot of people don't really take that into consideration. You know, we we glamorize these crimes and these serial killers, and we sensationalize the whole story for entertainment and value. But then, you know, these directors and producers and everything, you tend to forget these people had families, and these families have to relive this stuff over and over and over again for our entertainment. Kind of makes you feel bad a little bit. I
1: cannot wait until the case studies start coming out in the next, like, 10, 12 years about the direct correlation between the decline of mental health and the uprise as true crime as a main source of entertainment. (laughs) 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 Yeah? That's that's all my my wife uh, likes to watch is rape, murder, uh, kidnappings, you know disembowelments cannibalism cults like all this shit and i'm like well How do okay you enough about what's going
2: out? on in your bedroom at night pizza but <laughs> can we talk about something else yeah she's well, literally she's literally stuff.
1: watching some kind of like true crime
3: shit now i can hear it all and the uh victim was raped and <laughs> murdered through the- so have you guys watched that abducted in plain sight no what is that that okay I like true crime stuff as much as anybody, but this one's going to be one of those ones that like you get so fucking irritated that you just stop watching it because you can't believe how dumb these fucking parents are in this fucking, okay. This is like in the seventies and this family moves in next door to this other family. And the guy is a pastor at the church and he gets an obsession and a fascination with the girl next door. Who ballpark? I'm gonna say is maybe ten years old, and he wants her. So mm-hmm. he puts in all kinds of work to get with this girl. First step of his master plan is he gets the girl's father alone in the car and says, "Hey," try, and I know this is gonna be the most convincing argument you've ever heard, but <laughs> just try to hold on to your hats. He says to the girl's dad, "Hey, my marriage isn't going well, and." I need release. Me and my wife haven't had sex in a long time. Give me a hand job. Join the club, brother. And the, yeah. And the dad goes, <laughs> dad's like, yep, that's totally logical. I got you, man. Jerks him off in the car. So <laughs> now, he, now, <laughs> yeah, it, 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 yeah. that's the dad's side of the story, which let's just well, say. I mean, we already established. Sure it wasn't, uh, it's not gay. If it's the homies, you know, just help that's her right. brother out. But I'm sure that guy is just trying to you know play it off a little bit more. I'm sure there's more to it. But he comes over to the family and says, "Hey, I got a problem where I really like little girls, and my therapist says my the only solution is to have me share a bed with one at least three nights a week, you know, to help me get over the. Look at Chris's face. Like it doesn't take a genius to think that that's probably not a good idea. <laughs> but no, right. no, nah, nah, these parents were like anything to help you get healthy, sir. Come on over, share the bed with our daughter. So it started off with like three nights a week. He would share the bed of this 10 year old daughter. Like, okay, that's not weird. And then out of nowhere, he just kidnaps the daughter. No way. And goes States away and has like these sexy times in motels and stuff. And the parents didn't call the cops because they didn't think it was a kidnapping they thought he just like took her to go on a trip somewhere and just forgot to tell him. So they just kind of let it go. Well, great parents. Well, here's the thing. I'll get, I'll cover that in a second. And then they come back. And at some point it happens again. The guy abducts the girl again and is gone for a longer period of time. And like this girl lives, he doesn't kill her. And, Like, she's actually interviewed in this documentary quite a bit, and it's like they interview the police that were investigating the whole thing, and even the cops were like, this was just a case of the absolute dumbest, most naive parenting we've ever ran into. They're like, they were not, you know... uh, they weren't part of it. They weren't cohorts in any of it. They literally were just that stupid. And like, as you're, I couldn't even watch the whole thing. Cause like I'm watching it. And I'm like, wow, I'm getting angry. Like I want to beat the fuck out of these parents. Like how fucking stupid are you? I
1: don't know that I'd be able to believe that uh, they're just
3: naive. <laughs> it, it, I know that it's hard to believe, but then when you have several FBI agents even saying the same thing, like,
2: yeah yeah i mean watching like that Dahmer thing i mean they cover the the whole uh his neighbor that lived next door to him had told the cops before like hey this guy's doing something in his apartment that's not right you know there's you know drunk miners going in there and <laughs> You know, the, the cops even showed up and they're like, and, like coal miners or no, sir. Miners, miners, no. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, no. And the cops show up even one night and he's like, oh, this is this is my boyfriend. And the kid's 14 years old. And they're like and the cops are like, oh, OK, well, why don't you take your boyfriend and we'll escort you back into your apartment? And they let him just take this fourteen year old boy into his apartment.
3: That's yeah, fucked up.
2: Although like I gotta call cops. an Audible. I gotta Stop. call an Audible
3: real quick. I need you guys' help. And pizza, you need to help me here. Okay. Uh my wife, for the is, homies. my wife is with a couple friends right now and she's been drinking and she's drunk and she just sent me a text to be funny. And I need to one up her and I'm a little too drunk to think of something. Um she just she's trying to be funny. She said can you whisper this into my ear tonight and say I want to be a tampon right now so I could be closer to you? She th- and she's like thinks that's. Fine. I need to hit her with something back that's far more vulgar. Give me something, pizza. Mm, I was gonna
2: say you're lo- you here barking up the wrong tree if you want something from me. If she had
3: a dick, I'd be gold. <laughs> you
1: uh. <clears throat> well, hold on, hold on. Before I answer or come up with an answer, did you ever find the fingernail? <laughs> yes, yes, I did. It was in the bed.
3: Oh, okay, I, sh- uh, I can Uh-oh. reply to her. Oh, I can be a figure. No, I won't say that one to her. She, <laughs> she has to read it aloud to her friends that don't know the story yet. <laughs> <laughs> That's. I was gonna say, what's wrong with that? Wait. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh. Good lord. It'd be a tamp, Jesus Christ. I said, so. only if
3: you could be a fake nail so I can lose you inside of me. <laughs> 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 oh, boy. We're getting PG here. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so Dahmer had to, like, uh, he wanted to eat some miners, huh?
2: Yeah. Well, I don't know if he wanted to eat them. I don't know if that was what he did with them, but, um, yeah, he, he, like the cops even showed up prior and they're like, and the lady's like, Hey, something is clearly wrong here. Something's going on. And, and, you know, by the time they finally arrested him, she's like, I told you about this guy. I've told you numerous times, thousands of times I've told you about this guy and you show up now after he's killed how many people
3: dad gum. If I could be honest for a minute that's pretty much how all serial killer stories go right like, they, they've been all over them numerous times and they just completely drop the fucking ball mm-hmm. you know there's like uh,
1: a resurgence and i mean obviously with the true crime becoming popular but like there's all these women out there that are just like fawning over Dahmer,
3: <laughs> like they think he's, he's dead, so attractive so to go dig his grave although do you guys want to hear something really funny This isn't Dahmer, but I learned this the other day. Uh, You guys are familiar with Ed Gein? Yeah. Okay. Now, Ed Gein is, I don't know why they classify him as a serial killer, because he's technically only killed, like, two people. He just dug up graves of several others. Did you know the very first person's grave that he dug up so he could mutilate their body and try to rebuild his mom? He is buried directly next to that grave. I did not the know. the yeah the feet of his burial plot touch the headstone of that grave that he dug up.
0: That's oh, fucked uh, up.
2: <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, I mean Dahmer dug up a body just to lay with it. Like they covered that in in the series where he he like literally dug up a body just to lay with the body.
3: There is way too much work involved in digging up a casket. Yeah, I would not want to. Right, wrong, or indifferent, I ain't putting in that much work to anything.
2: <laughs> no.
3: I mean, you can you can put a couple of boxes of Twinkies in that casket, and I ain't digging it up. I,
1: I definitely understand the
3: interest in it because people,
1: normal people, just don't think that way. So I mean, it's kind of like. Peeling back the curtain and trying to see, like, what oh, makes yeah. a motherfucker think the way that that particular way.
3: But oh, uh, I'm absolutely there's no way it's healthy for society. In... There's no way. <laughs> like, I really want to go to some of those death museums. Like, I don't know why that shit has always fascinated the hell out of me. Like, it always just has been a big interest to see why humanity is the way that it is. You know, how so little care could be put in towards another human life because we're animals man we, we are not, we're not that far removed from just a normal primal animal no we're not and the fact that we come up with all these laws to try to you know make things different doesn't really change things
2: no no it does not so, Pizza, you hit us with a text earlier in the week saying you had something you wanted to uh, discuss with us. I, I did. and That's I'm, been eating Chris alive all week. It but has. It, I, it's like, been, he's, like
3: he's an anxious housewife. Like, oh, my God, what I do?
2: What's he going to do? <laughs> well, oh, no, I'm I'm curious what this is because I've we've never had this instance where we've just had somebody else bring something to the table for us. Well, so I'm kind of excited to discuss it. If I'm being way. honest.
1: But uh, I I heard of the story. That's fair. uh, Middle middle of the week, early last week, sometime, and uh, it just I kept seeing it pop up more and more. So you guys probably um, heard this story by now, but I still would like to talk about it because I know that uh we all play games and and one thing that pisses us off the most is uh the cheaters and hackers and call of duty and Fortnite and all that no, i love
2: them. I love, yeah. them I love w- them i wish there was more of them they bring oh. a level of spice
3: to the game that you can't find any <laughs> other way um how how much do you guys
1: know about the world of high level ranking chess?
3: High-ranking chess? Yes. Are you talking about Bobby Fisher, or are you talking about that thing this week where uh somebody won in, like, I don't know, what was it, one move, two moves?
1: The, something really weird? The thing this week that was won in only a couple of moves. Yeah. I've not I,
2: heard about that.
3: I was kind of... I know how to play chess, but something about that, just, that story confused me, so maybe you can clarify it for me.
1: Okay. So... um yeah, this is uh, some kind of major chess tournament, and it was a match between the number one ranked player in the world and uh, the number six ranked player in the world. Right, number six ranked player in the world, let me find his name here, um, has been caught cheating a few times throughout his career that he admits to is when he was. he's only 19 years old. Um, nice. He admits to to having assistance. It's all done through uh, online play. Having assistance on on a couple of games, uh, he owned up to it, and you know, moved on. Continued. He's still obviously a really great chess player. Um. Well, from how I understand it, they're in the tournament. Number one goes up against number six. Number one, uh, Hans Hans Nyman is the guy's name. That allegedly cheated during this event. Okay, and it was on the second move. He made his second move. Uh, world rank number one makes his first move. Comes out this one in question here. Hans Nyman counters it after seeing the second move. World rank number one just says "fuck this" and quits. Something that he did perfectly countered his unorthodox strategy. He's like, "This guy's cheating." Fuck this! He quits. Walks away. Okay. Number six gets the win. It's being alleged that uh, he cheated, and they're they're thinking that he potentially cheated with a vibrating anal bead.
3: Uh, what? <laughs> How
1: so? Uh, supposedly, there is a way. And this Is, is all that like a
3: performance-enhancing anal
1: bead or something? <laughs> this is this is all <laughs> legend. It's just speculation. Something that that this kid did um, was enough to make the world-ranked number one go. This is bullshit. I'm out. Quit. That's um, what
3: I would say too. If I went into somebody's ain't never mind. <laughs> I uh, went in there. There's a bead already waiting for me. <laughs> Uh, Okay, but some level of speculation has to have some level of evidence behind it to be speculated, right? Like A-Rod, dude was a monster, hit a million home runs. And we're thinking, man, look at at those veins protruding out of his neck. He might be taking steroids. But what evidence do we have to make us go, man, this guy might be cheating with something in his butt? So
1: uh, just according to this article here... Cheating in chess is as old as the game itself. The rise of online play coupled with the invention of chess engines powered by artificial intelligence that can calculate millions of possible moves in seconds has led to an explosion in cheating in the recent years. Chess.com, the most popular chess platform on the internet, calls cheating the dirty not-so-secret of chess. It's plagued the online website, and uh, the website says it suspends around 500 accounts a day for cheating.
3: That's fucking weird. I don't get it.
1: So they're thinking that uh, he had, or at least people are alleging that he had some kind of vibrating anal bead that was corresponding with some kind of chess AI that would vibrate uh, in a way to inform him of his best possible move. And apparently this this guy came out with some kind of his his first move was so unorthodox from his normal strategy that the fact that this guy just immediately perfectly countered like the it the
3: only explanation to it was some this type guy's of fucking cheating right and so the other guy just said fucking i'm out well and the other guy probably had some type of uh knowledge obviously to the other the opponent's previous times cheating i would assume but probably i've been, that I've been hearing it talked about all week long
1: but it doesn't seem
3: there was some pretty
1: deep proofs. They can't prove it with. Well, this yeah. Guy. So it's not a prison.
3: How do you prove it? You can't they, strip search somebody at
1: chess. So basically the guy gave up the, gave up the game the, this dude took the win and you know, life moves on. You never, I guess you're never going to know. I mean, so now a lot of, uh, apparently high ranking chess players are joking that, uh, we'll just start having our games naked in the locker room.
3: You might as well. I mean, that's.
1: But all this I'm telling you, I socks, think I figured out a way me. that we can finally get good at Warzone.
2: <laughs> With vibrating anal
3: beads? I'm down.
1: That's what I'm thinking. I'm always down.
3: But, like, I just. It, it floors me that the go to was anal beads. Well, I'm. The only
1: thing that I can think is that, like, this game is is filmed, refereed, it's watched, and, it, you know, you obviously couldn't have somebody come up and be like, hey, man, don't fucking do that. You know, you can't be looking at your phone. You can't...
2: So, right.
1: And I like, have it's this, obvious that
2: somebody's using their phone like, to cheat. Well, I'm, like, literally trying to go through this article here and find out where it is that they even suspect that <laughs> anal beads were were the cause of this can we just
3: like take a moment to appreciate the fact that we've reached a point in our society that our first go to now is like somebody's cheating and it involves anal beads like
2: congratulations, why is Elon America? Musk we being brought it. into this article <laughs> so okay. Only he is smart enough for that kind of technology, sir. <laughs> I get that, because it says here, when does the sex toy come into play? Okay, so listen to this. The issue is already proving to be one of the biggest chess scandals in years, especially because it concerns Neiman, who is notorious in the chess community for his difficult behavior. Mm-hmm. Then, somewhat predictably, when it comes to rumor, mongering, and drama stirring, Tesla CEO Elon Musk waited in. Musk shared a video on Twitter of an influencer discussing the rumor that Neiman had, u- had used a vibrating sex toy during the competition in order to cheat. In a now-deleted tweet, Musk even posted a Musk version of a quote by philosopher Arthur Schopenhauer, writing, Talent hits a target no one else can hit. Genius hits a target no one else can see, because it's in your butt. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean,
3: can we really call it cheating? Because is it really that much of a competitive edge if you're about to bust a nut all over the fucking chess table? <laughs> like, like, I mean, five moves into that, and the dude's coming <laughs> everywhere. <laughs> <laughs>
1: He's up there making the wrong move on purpose. The things just go. Well, it says
2: here, eventually, Neiman addressed <laughs> the cheating allegations, admitting he had cheated during virtualchess.com tournaments when he was younger. However, Neiman said he never cheated IRL. In real life, for those of you that don't understand what IRL is. <clears throat> and then Gen here it says, here. I've never... I have never <laughs> cheated in an over-the-board game. If they want to strip fully naked, if they want me to strip fully naked, I will do it, Neiman offered. I don't care because I know I'm clean. You want me to play in a closed box with zero electronic transmission? I don't care. So he's like willing, he's like putting himself out there to say, okay, I didn't cheat, but How do you handle Watch
0: yourself, boy. My prostate is telling me that my brook's about to corner your queen. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Could you imagine that kind of allegation in any other sport? Do you imagine football? <laughs>
3: like,
1: <laughs> y- yeah, you throw I like a soap boys. You throw like an uns- ridiculously long catch, and they're like, "Oh my god, check his
3: ass!" Rob, Rob Gronkowski's got four touchdowns this game. Let's check his ass. <laughs> yep, I knew it a tom brady anal bead <laughs>
2: <laughs> how much do those sell for on ebay oh fuck dude those are priceless <laughs> <laughs>
3: speaking of tom brady what the fuck's going on with him this year he looks like a fucking skeleton who's
2: really really ill oh yeah dude it, he's, he's he was skinny last year now yeah, he's gotten skinnier
1: he's going through a secret he, divorce man it's fucking eating his, him alive
3: I don't know because he definitely has that sunken face. He looks hurt. He looks gross and sickly.
2: I I honestly, th- you know, I think he wanted to retire this year. I just don't think he wanted to leave the Bucks high and dry. So he almost felt obligated to play. But maybe that's just <laughs> me. Yeah,
1: he bought that terrible I mean,
2: franchise a, a Super Bowl. He didn't owe him anything. <laughs> but Right. Oh,
3: and no matter how terrible he looks, he could, he can, and always will be able to do anything better than me in life. Anyway, so I can't hate on him. People are thinking actually, that's some funny because he's actually
2: added to the injury report for this week against the Packers. Mm.
3: Did he sprain his purse hand? There <laughs> <laughs> got my purse! I they, don't know you. They
1: love doing that with him, though. Belichick did that with him oh, like yeah. every week, kept him questionable oh, yeah. up until game time.
2: Yeah, they say here it's it's something having to do with his, uh, it was an injury to one of his fingers on his throwing hand. Yeah, I'm dealing with some soreness to my
3: non-dominant testicle.
2: <laughs> that should be a game time decision.
3: <laughs> mm,
2: I twisted my nipple earlier in the week, so, you know
1: that sounds pretty cool see if he would have cheated with the anal beads it'd be a whole different kind of deflate gate
2: (laughs) 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 yeah yowza huzzah (laughs) man he's 45 years old jesus you know what I'm doing at 45 years old Eh, same thing I'm doing today
3: yeah no shit (laughs) mm-hmm
2: Forty-six years old. He'll be retired, sitting on the beach drinking a pina colada. Hey,
3: pizza. Yes, sir. What do KFC and a pussy have in common? Are they pressure fried? I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm. Both are finger-licking good, and when you're done with the breasts and the thighs, you got a place to put your, a box to put your bone in. That's pretty good. Nah.
1: <laughs> well, you're going to say your the best part is peeling the skin off and eating it. <laughs> <laughs> ah!
3: What's better than winning a gold medal? Having arms and legs. Sorry, Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh fun fact for th- for this episode pizza. This is a fun education this is your educational fact of the day, okay? Uh, I have to pull up my picture because I can't remember the name of the spot. Okay. There is a place in Chile. The And I told Chris about this. I was so fascinated by it. I was like, oh my God, this is neat. The Atacama Desert, this is a spot in Chile, has never received rain ever. It is the driest place on earth. They said... In 500 years, it has never experienced rain. It is considered the one and only uh, hyper arid core desert. This is kind of fascinating to me that there's one spot in this place, in this country, this world. Fuck, I've been drinking. Never any rain. What do you think of that, man? That's, That's
1: interesting. That, That's, it is definitely interesting. I want, How is, uh? Wh- what's the wildlife like?
3: There can't be uh, uh, can't be much vegetation, obviously. I, I you know what? I didn't go that depth that deep into it, but I probably should. I should do a book report on it. And what's the name of this place? The Atacama Desert. The Atacama, Atacama Desert. I'll have you know, five hundred years.
1: It has a <clears> four point <throat> four star review on Google.
3: Well, yeah, the only place of its kind. Man, I really want you some know, bacon ve- right about now. You know what's weird
1: is it's, uh, it's on the coast.
3: Yeah, is it? it is. Yeah, it's on the coast. Yeah. That's awesome. That's a coastal
2: desert. They have sports.
1: So this, this here says rare rainfall events cause the flowering desert phenomenon in southern Atacama Desert. I think your information is wacky.
3: Not rain there, probably rain that uh travels downstream, my friend. It is possible to rain in other areas. They
2: have They have solar car racing there. <laughs> Get 18 solar powered cars were displayed in front of the Presidential Palace in no Santiago shit. in November twenty twelve. The that's cars then neat. raced thirteen hundred kilometers through the desert from November fifteenth 9- to nineteenth, twenty twelve. Damn, that's cool as hell. All
3: my country has is a president that sniffs children. <laughs> to be fair, they are the <laughs> freshest smelling uh... of the human species, though. Ha <laughs> <laughs> ha
2: Oh my god!
1: It's it's all that in dream and chrome. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh, oh man, curl. I was watching the Tom Segura stand up on Netflix. You guys like Tom Segura at all? Yeah, I do. It's fun. Okay, so I love Tom, and I, he was on there. He's like, man, he's like, he's talking about how much he hates the fact that they took words away from us. He's like, you can't say retarded anymore. You can't say gay. He's like, the only time you can say gay is like if you see like 10 guys all lined up with their wieners in each other's butts and they're marching saying, We want to come. We want to come. And he's like, and even then, I'm like, careful. <laughs> but he's talking about like the the retarded. And he's like, that pisses me off. He's like, that was my go to. He's like, because, you know, he's like, we never looked at somebody and said, oh, hey, look at the retard. I made fun of somebody for being retarded. But he's like, you know, now if you got a buddy that says, hey, let's go drive to my house, grab something to eat, and then drive across town, and then we'll come back to my place and we'll grab my my luggage and my stuff, and I'll come over and stay at your place. And he's like, you can't even call him a retard. You got to say, wow. That's really not a smart idea, Brad. That sounds like something somebody with an extra 21st chromosome would say. <laughs> <laughs> God
2: damn it.
3: I'm just like, man, I love Tom Segura. He cracks me up. Not a fan of Burt Kreischer, though. Uh,
2: I enjoyed his Netflix show that he had where like he took celebrities out to his cabin. I never did end up watching it, though. I, I thought that was pretty funny. I didn't um,
3: end up watching it. Like it was basically just like a a fucking drunk fest full of
2: drugs, right? Uh, yeah, kinda. Yeah. Awesome.
3: <laughs> I mean, every time he tells the the story of the machine, okay, that's funny. That cracks me up. But the machine. Uh, do, I mean, that if that is a true story, which from all accounts, it sounds like it, it is from other witnesses, it's hilarious. That's fucking funny. But aside from that, like, he annoys the fuck out of me.
2: Yeah. Even I, though I, I do like the, two bears, one cave. I, I thought the, um, actually Tom Segura's in, in that one with with the cabin with Burt Kreischer. Well, yeah, he, him and Burt Kreischer do everything together. They're best friends. Um. But yeah, uh, I like the episode they had Fortune uh, Femster on there. <clears throat> she was uh, she was she walked into his cabin and he's sitting there waxing his asshole right in front of her as she opens the door, mm-hmm. and he couldn't in he had it like stuck in between his butt cheeks and he couldn't get it undone, so he had to have her come over and pull it off. <laughs>
3: what are friends for?
2: I you know, exactly.
3: I've never waxed my friend's butthole, but I maybe did. I gotta think now. Hmm. I mean I've I've waxed that ass, but <laughs> <laughs> so comedy is uh,
1: such a such a weird genre anymore.
3: Oh it is, because it used to be you know the comedy was touching that fine line and crossing the, you know, the boundaries. Does anybody remember
2: fricking Richard Pryor? I mean, that guy crossed yeah. so many lines.
3: You can't do that stuff anymore. No. Well, like Tom's no, said, he's like, you know, he's like, when people say, are there any offensive words I can say anymore? Is there anything I can say anymore? And he goes, yeah, absolutely. You can say any." Caucasian offensive racial slur you want he's like I don't give a fuck what it is you want to go you know you want to go out there and go guinea honky cracker he's like wop you can say whatever you want he's like white people will care and he's like you know he's like the only people who care are the extreme racist ones and he's like you can tell who they are because the conversation starts with well they called me a honky he's like uh-huh <laughs> did, did you, did you uh, pass out from laughter
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, how can anybody get offended by that word? I think uh,
1: honky should too be funny
2: back and normalized. This should be normal vernacular.
3: Like teachers should be able to call students that. Like sit the fuck down, honky. Yeah, sit down, you jive ass honky. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Guys, I'm getting a little buzz here, a little bit, really buzzed. My words, I'm sure, are starting to slur a bit. You won't finish that. How many? How many of those have you had? <laughs> this one, the first one, has been complete. Is almost gone, but I had some beer before it. So once That's I good. finish this, once I finish this, I'm going to refill it, and then I'm going to grab a handful of beers, and I'm going to go across the street to the neighbor's house. Hopefully, the uh... are they
2: expecting you or you just you got something to get off your <laughs> <laughs> They are. Oh, God, that would be great if they weren't expecting them and <laughs> He just walks and grubs. <laughs> like, ah, I'm here. <laughs>
1: <I> got something <laughs>
2: I want to <laughs> talk about.
1: Hey, Tom, I'm, I'm here. here. Where's your potato salad? Bitch. A little fucking high.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird me to me just to show up with like a jar of potato salad?
2: No, only
3: if you're eating with your bare
1: hands when you knock on Uh, the door.
3: (laughs) No shirt on, just letting my glory hang out everywhere.
2: (laughs) I think it's only weird if you start stirring it with your penis. I mean,
3: she has children, Chris. That would be weird. Nobody,
2: nobody else does that. (laughs) (laughs) And then let the cat lick it off.
3: They open up the door The whole family's sitting there in the living room And there's fat shirtless Jim there With a handful of beers and his penis And a jar of potato salad That's a fucking visual Chris
2: Oh man can you send me that pic later <laughs>
3: Oh man I started so aggressively I got chives in my belly button.
1: They're just like Oh it's not even Tuesday What's this about
2: <laughs> Oh my god
1: is, is that, what uh, your, is that her where your wife is salad. drinking
2: with friends?
3: Uh, she will be meeting me over there.
1: Okay, I was going to say, that would be great if she's over there explaining the fingernail story <laughs> and you come knocking on the door.
3: <laughs> 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 yeah, she's, uh, she's out of Applebee's with a couple of coworkers. Getting her drink on. She's, she's pre-gaming there. I'm pre-gaming with you fellas. <laughs>
2: great so they're gonna show up both blitzed out of their minds pizza
0: this ought to be fun i brought the i I feel like we should have like
2: a i feel like jim should like stream this as he's over there
3: well the funny thing is is like there it was supposed to be a get together just us and them you know with some beers and stuff and watch they're gonna have like a change of heart and be like, ah, you know, we're not feeling like drinking tonight. We just thought we'd do s'mores or something. And here comes Jim and the wife stumbling all fucking sloshed.
2: <laughs>
3: Where's the fucking cat? Duct tape its ass shut. I'm on a roll. <laughs> <laughs> like like David Tell said, when I've been drinking, I got a sex proof my house. I got to tape, duct tape everything. I duct tape the cat's asshole shut. I duct tape everything. <laughs>
2: Uh, start the tone. <laughs> <laughs> They're all sitting yeah. there, just you know, putting their their marshmallows over the open fire, like, "Hi, Jim." Oh, uh, oh,
3: shit! I'm sorry, guys. I didn't mean to belt that out.
1: It'd be a power move if he drove over there. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: drunk
3: drive across back out of my driveway and then pull into their driveway. (laughs) No, it'll be a power move if I back out of my driveway and back straight into their driveway. (laughs) Yeah, I parked in back and in fashion. Pizza, that's fucking clever. (laughs) Except for one problem with that is uh, her boyfriend is a cop. You know what? He's got to prove it. But at the same time, he's probably just going to be so like, damn, that's impressive. This dude's got nuts like a god. Just got drunk as fuck and then drove across the street to our house and backed into the driveway. What What are they uh, doing? Like a little bonfire-type deal? Uh, I don't know. Possibly. Well, only one
1: way to find out. Pull that thing in the backyard. Light him up, son. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, to be honest, if I'm being fair... Too bad fair, you don't have like, the mullet. That way you could just like Get out of get out of the get out of your truck and you know, with your beer and just kinda shake your head, your bullet in the wind. Be like, I'm here, bitches. Where's the bush light, motherfuckers? <laughs>
1: <laughs> that ultimate power move is you back into their driveway, finish your beer sitting there while you're just blasting turning the page by Bob Seeger the window's
3: down. <laughs> like what the ultimate fuck is that? power move is I back into the wife. <laughs> no
2: joke. <laughs> uh. See, that's how fingernails get lost. I was talking about vehicular homicide, sir. <laughs>
3: <laughs> you, you went totally dark. <laughs> <laughs> how dare you be so vulgar? Yeah, this his wife, for God's sake. Mm, sorry. Future wife. <laughs>
2: Future wife. <laughs>
3: Just like how that's his future ex-cat-in-law-ish wife. I've been drinking. Leave me alone. (laughs) So how was work this week, Pizza?
1: Oh, it was, you know, just miserable like every week. So everything's... I love it. Nice. How about for you, sir?
3: Ah, I went. I think it was good. You know, (laughs) I think it was good. I think it was great. That's all they can ask. You know, I jumped into this job not thinking I had what, you know, they were looking for, and things have been working out well, and I enjoy the people I work with. I sit there and shoot the shit with them. Yeah. Clown on people, making people laugh, getting some jokes. That's good. Got two more days off, so I'm happy.
1: We need to have a, uh, a drinking show, I think.
3: Is that not what this podcast is?
1: I mean, like a real one. <laughs> we, we need to go all out.
2: Hey, my, my week of work was good. He's playing with poker chips.
1: I thought he
3: was loading a magazine.
2: <laughs> oh, my
0: God.
3: Is that you, Chris? What's up? Are you playing with poker chips? No. What is that noise? It's loud as fuck, and it probably is killing the ears of our uh, <laughs> listeners, knocking off. <laughs> <For whatever. laughs> Yeah, yeah, Magnum pie.
2: Why
3: don't you put the handcuffs down, Magnum (laughs) apple pie? (laughs) No,
2: I forgot. I forgot. Miami slice. (laughs) Miami slice. (laughs) Crying,
3: Yeah, that's loud as hell over the fucking earphones. (laughs) How was your work week, Chris? Did you go did you go to work this week?
2: I go to work every day.
1: It's nice just in my
2: living room.
3: You're at work right now.
2: I am at work right now. Imagine that. You
1: want to clock in for some overtime? Yeah, you chump. He's working
3: off the clock. <laughs> <laughs> Company tool bag. <laughs> <laughs> I love my job so much I go for free. <laughs>
2: Wait, you don't?
3: <laughs> no. <laughs> you
2: I don't know, do you anything think? for free. <laughs> yeah, I know. 20 bucks is way too much, sir. Can you, yeah. lower, can you lower your rates, please?
3: Nope. If if you're good, if you're good at it, get paid for it. Mm. If you're not good at it, charge anyway. <laughs> Oh man, to pee in my chair or not pee in my chair—that is the question.
2: If it was oh, leather, I I'd probably I say, be good. I, say, uh, I say, go just full on pee in the chair, man. Although, if, when you get a new chair, then I don't want that one. <laughs>
1: <laughs> your uh, <laughs> is your setup in the basement, Jim?
3: It
2: uh, well, my house.
3: You guys don't have real split four years out east, do you?
1: Oh, uh, yeah. It's so like in the Midwest. We certainly do. Oh, you do?
3: I thought it was like a Midwest thing, but yeah, I got to split four years. So the, my lower level is where I'm at. I was going to say, you
1: got to get your he- little floor drain action. Just let that thing fly. You know what I mean? Just don't even worry about getting up.
3: <laughs> Hell yeah. I do have a real deep philosophical question for you, but I'm sure
0: you already know the answer to it though, okay? I hope it's deep. What's the difference between a priest and acne?
1: I don't. Acne acne
0: waits till you're 12 before it comes on your face.
2: (laughs) Huzzah! I was going to say, I've heard that one before. I just couldn't put the words in the right order.
3: (laughs) What's the difference between Jesus and a picture of Jesus? what you can hang the picture of Jesus using just
2: one nail. Hmm. That's fair. That's fair.
3: Uh, you know, I I can't leave any area untouched
2: when it comes to offensive jokes. gum. I mean, yeah, I mean, you got you got to you got to Always gotta, takes a left turn. Like it's just, <laughs> it's just <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's the beauty of the podcast you never know how it's gonna go i'd like it it's the whole drinking <clears throat> aspect of it and just being fucking stupid there's no rhyme or reason to this show
2: well, i got one Here, for you I, okay <clears throat> what sexual position produces the ugliest kids i know this one it's um
3: fuck. i can't remember
2: fuck Ask your mom. there it is. (laughs) There it is. (laughs) I know somebody that can't ask their mom. (laughs)
3: Damn. (laughs) It rhymes with damn. (laughs) (laughs) Here's a vegan joke for you. For all the vegans. What do you call a cow with no legs? Hmm. What? Ground beef? Oh. <laughs> yes, sir.
1: You know, I saw my first ever uh, uh, fur protest uh, last year in my small town of all places. They were doing the bit. It was, it was like four or first five. murder? Yes. And it was like four or five people all lined up in front of this like tiny, tiny shop that we have in our downtown area. Holding the signs and doing the bit, and I'm like, I thought this was only like a New York City thing. I did not expect it to come to my uh, our small town, (laughs) right? This shop has been has been owned by the same people for like 42 years, and you're trying to put them out of business now (laughs) because they have the audacity to sell (laughs) a wool coat in the
3: winter time. (laughs) 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 Ah. How do you turn a cat into a fish?
1: Hold
3: it underwater. Tell your wife to not wash down there. Okay, sir. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Anyway.
2: (laughs) Here you go. My wife left a note on the fridge that said this isn't working. I'm not sure what she's talking about. I opened the fridge door and it's working fine.
3: That's right. I just got a text from the wife. Let me see what that says. Uh.
0: Uh-huh.
2: Hey, pizza. What do you call a little boy with no arms and no legs? I,
1: I wouldn't dare to answer. Names. <laughs> I <laughs> so mean for no reason at all.
3: Knock, knock. Who's there? Little boy
2: blue. <laughs> Little boy blue. Who?
3: Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. (laughs) Your buddy's mine. So, speaking of Michael Jackson, did you ever watch that Michael (laughs) Jackson special, Escaping Neverland? I did. Yeah, I think I did. Wow. I mean, just, wow. So many things to unwrap there. Would you like to know my thoughts on it?
1: I would. I didn't believe any of it.
3: Uh, that it's a lot of it seems super sensationalized and descriptive when we could have done that 30 years ago.
1: I think, um,
3: I think he's probably guilty of something,
1: but I don't know uh-huh. if it's that. I think he is a weird, you know, he is, weird dude.
3: He is absolutely guilty of something because I remember seeing this years ago when it happened <clears throat> in one of the FBI raids that they did on his facility, they found quote unquote child pornography. And the reason why we're air quoting the child pornography is because it was nudism books of children, which I never knew this until I saw that special at the time Apparently, that's not illegal unless it's mixed in like with your porn collection. Like, if you have like a bunch of books across your coffee table of like nudism and child nudists, it's considered artistic and it's perfectly legal. And that's the kind of stuff that he had, which was now granted, you know, that was so long ago. Now, if it was, you know, 2022 or 2020. When he had full access to the internet, yeah, he probably would have all kinds of shit, and he probably would have gotten hung up easier.
1: I just felt that the uh, the the documentary was like very forced, and it, it, at least that's how it came off to me. I'm not trying to discredit anybody or whatever, but it seemed like it was very over the top for the sake of being very over the top. Yeah, and. Um, of course, it came out after the man had been dead, and there's no way that you could ever uh, defend yourself or counter that claim, those claims. Mm-hmm. But then again, all the That's shit coming one. out about R. Kelly, um, I would not have expected that when uh, Ignition, the remix to Ignition, was on oh, yeah. top 10. So, oh, Shit.
2: I remember watching the Michael Jackson trial when he went to trial over all of it. If the condom don't fit, you must (laughs) have quit. Wrong wrong (laughs) black guy. That was OJ, sir.
3: Michael's not black. Ish. You know, uh, who was it? One one comedian said, America. Love it or leave it. Michael Jackson. No. There's a oh. comedian, and I can't remember who it was. It may have been Chris Rock. I can't remember. But anyway, but they said, look at Michael Jackson. That'll tell you everything you need to know about America. In America, you could come into this country born as a young black man and leave a nasty-looking white Puerto Rican woman. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was like, wow, that's fucking harsh. <laughs> deep. Yeah? I mean, but... Michael Jackson, what a interesting person! I don't get it. That's ignorant. No, no, that's ignorant.
2: I, I tell you though, did you guys ever watch the like the Jackson Five? I guess movie.
1: Oh yeah, I used to watch it all the time. It, it
2: played. Dude, that's a great movie. Nonstop. First of all, yeah, that's a great movie. First of all, second of all, like mm. he went through a lot of shit, like with his dad. His dad was a dick yeah oh, why is that movie like seven and a half hours long i, I don't <laughs> know like they wanted to include every detail yeah, like oh ridiculous. look here michael wiped his ass for the first time
3: michael wiped his ass for the first time how dare you talk about macaulay culkin that way yeah <laughs>
1: Michael Jackson has to be like uh, the most successful child star in the history of performing, right? I mean, he
2: became I'm not even going to lie, dude. I thought you were going to say he was going to be the most successful child (laughs) molester
3: of all time. I know! (laughs) I was like, waiting for that foot to drop. I
2: was like, alright, think of a joke. Think of a joke. (laughs) I know, right? I was like, oh my god, he's going to say he was the most successful child molester of all time.
3: But I mean, he was right.
1: Like I mean, it's it's <laughs> been pretty much a a trope at this point. Like most child stars, they don't make it long, and that lifestyle fucks them up. It's a really heavy lifestyle for a kid to endure. And Michael Jackson stayed famous and successful from childhood until he died.
3: Yeah,
2: <clears throat> I, I think Macaulay Culkin could have done the same had he not gotten so screwed up. But that's what I'm saying. I don't think
3: he would have had that. That's what I'm saying. He that... would have had that Michael Jackson money.
2: I mean, Michael Jackson, or Michael Macaulay Culkin, I mean, turning those drugs and everything, it's just. It's a, it it's a heavy lifestyle
1: life to try to make a kid
3: live, man. He's married yeah. and has a kid with Brenda Song. Is he really hurting that bad? Is he with Brenda Song now? Yeah, they got a kid together.
2: They've been together for a
3: long time.
2: So he ain't doing too bad. Yeah. I mean, he's kind of, he's started to look better. Like, remember when he was like all cracked out looking?
3: Yeah. Oh, he's normal and fine now. He's successful. Like, I I know he's got a podcast. He's got some other shit going on. Hmm. He had a strong run of movies, too. Yeah. Hmm. So his brother's like Uncle Buck. Too. I love Uncle Buck.
2: <laughs> I do, too. I mean, although nothing can touch page, what, what, page master, the
1: page master is so great.
2: <laughs> uh, uh, I, I tell you, though, his his brother, though, he, he's kind of successful, too. That, he's got two Kier- brothers. in acting Kieran. Yeah, but Kieran, I think, is the more successful one. Kieran whatever however you pronounce it (laughs) Uh, the
3: other one was in Signs and then something else I've only seen Kieran Culkin that I remember in Igby Goes Down and I liked that movie
2: Kieran uh, he was in father he was the son and father of the bride yeah and he was in Cider House Rules don't remember it and he was in Home Alone. Yes, he was. Because he was the one that peed
3: the bed. Yep. The third brother wasn't even born yet, I don't believe.
2: No, I don't think so. I think he was too young. If he was, he was really young. That's interesting. I did
3: not I did not know that uh, that was his real-life brother. Yeah. Yep. So, Pizza, let me ask you a question. What's your favorite movie of all time, and why is it Shazam? I'm sorry, Kazam.
0: <laughs> Kazam.
3: Um, uh, I mean, obviously, Kazam is the greatest movie of all time, but I'm talking, like, the what would be, like, the second best movie I of all you were time? Talking
1: you talking, wait, 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 hold on. You don't mean Shazam. I'm Sh- talking
3: Kazam. I accidentally said Shazam, but I meant Kazam. Is that the one with Shaq? With
2: Shakira. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah that,
1: that's a great movie. I will tell you this. My favorite movie of all time is Big Trouble in Little China. I've never seen it, actually. Oh, my God. You, what are you doing? <clears throat> I've seen, I've seen, like, the fight scenes. It's amazing. It's yeah, so 80s. It's ridiculous. It's over the top. The soundtrack rules. I love it.
3: Okay. Uh, who who all stars in that? Uh, that is, um, Mr.
1: No, it's Jackie Chan. No, sir. But who else? No. That is uh, that's Mr. That Kurt,
3: Kurt Russell. Russell. Oh Kurt, uh, no, Kim.
2: Catt- Kim. Cattrall. Kim. Catrell. I'm thinking of a different movie. Dennis Dunn, James Hong. Not Hung, Hong. Although he might be Hung.
3: That is a movie that I have seen, but it was in the 90s, and I don't remember it much.
1: It's definitely worth a revisit. It's a great, drunk, I-just-need-a-fun-movie
3: movie. I'll give it a shot. I'm all about going back in the time machine. I've been feeling like watching some Back to the Future lately
2: absolute favorite movies of all time i could watch that anytime day or night any time of year that is my all-time favorite movies set of movies i don't even i don't even care that the third movie was shit i still like the third
3: it. movie i liked the third movie because michael j fox almost died in that movie okay the scene, well, where, the he the scene where he gets hung at the town square yeah he was legit. That was, he was literally hung. He almost died. He lost conscious in that scene. They left it in the movie.
2: So you like it because somebody almost died?
3: That's not what I said. I said I like it, even though. Oh. But you know, yeah, like he put, you know, he took, he took a hard beating for that. What the fuck? Yeah, yeah. Like <laughs> <this> is doing. <laughs> I'm acting, sir. It was great. It was phenomenal, actually. That's what I looked like when I orgasmed last night. <laughs> wish mine lasted he long. was not impressed.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: no, but like, yeah, he legitimately almost died. He lost consciousness and they thought he was just acting really well. And he was acting really well. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: You're fucking up there dying, and the director's like, Jesus Christ.
3: <laughs> what a, a fucking. <laughs> Great. <laughs> okay, Michael, we get it. You can stop. Take notes. This is how a real actor fucking does it. All oh, you fucking amateurs.
2: <laughs> oh, he's
3: unconscious now. <laughs> is, that...
2: <laughs> is that what happened to The Wizard of Oz with the munchkin who was hanging in the background? <laughs> Uh,
3: no, actually that turned out to be, uh, an, an ostrich or some shit or a llama, something weird. <laughs> yeah. It was a total, uh, not somebody killing themselves ruined all my fucking childhood memories now. <laughs> so every time I watched that stupid movie, I was like, here's
2: where the guy dies. I know, right?
3: <laughs> this, like I sit legit- there every-
2: yeah I, I, every time i'd sit there and watch it with somebody new i'd be like okay here it comes here it comes see that that's him dying
3: yep <laughs> oh i just said midget and i forgot i'm not allowed to say midget anymore
2: we used to uh, yeah would you would you knock that off honky <laughs>
3: yeah. we we used to always uh buy into the hype that the
1: wizard of oz perfectly synced up with the pink floyd's the dark side of the moon it does. We, uh,
2: yeah, yeah, I've heard that. Oh, I've seen
1: it. We'd get stoned in high school and then try to like sync it up perfectly, and my friend would be like, "No, you fucking, you got to start it when the lion roars. That's when you got to start the album. It's all fucked up now. So we got to restart it."
3: Okay, it's a legitimate thing, and you just suck at timing it. It's called the Wizard of Floyd, and uh, we had a place here in town. It was called the Bruin View. It was a little movie theater that was It was a tavern movie theater, and it was great because it was like you could get drunk as fuck they served at alcohol, and it was movies well, around Halloween time they would show The Wizard of Floyd, and we went once just to see what it was like, and it was interesting I mean it does it's like a perfect lineup, but at what cost wasn't it <laughs> it wasn't that great, you know.
1: So what happens when the Barbarilla. What happens when the uh album runs out of songs?
3: The album's not a
1: long album.
2: It must be over.
3: They they end like pretty close to each other at the same.
2: There's
1: no way. Dark Side of the Moon's only like 40 minutes long.
3: Uh I don't know, let's see. Well, and to be fair, they didn't show the full movie. That could be why.
1: Maybe that's what it is. It's like a chopped up deal.
3: I think like it just goes for that long and it stops. Wizard
1: of Oz 1939. That's impressive. Um, 42 yeah, it's
2: minutes. A 42 yeah. minutes and 50 seconds. Oh. Wizard of Oz had a million
3: eight million
1: dollar budget in nineteen thirty nine.
3: That's insane. That's crazy, and that's the best they could do with that. <laughs> that was Wait. the best special effects they had.
2: Yeah, another 101 one minute movies, hundred one minute movies. So yeah, all
3: right. So here's a, all right here, Chris. This one's for you. this one's for you. You were talking about the munchkin killing himself and that one turns out to be an urban legend however did you know that there is somebody on the set of that movie that's in that movie they didn't take it out of the movie where somebody does nearly die almost dies
2: no i did not who the witch
3: really do you know the scene when she disappears in the flames yep yeah she almost died there and suffered significant injuries and lost oh you know what
2: yeah i did hear that and now if that you watch,
3: you watch that? that, you could see her in agony, and like they leave it in, like she gets lit up on fire because her entire suit was super flammable.
2: Well, everything was flammable back then. Like, I mean, actually, the guy correction. that played,
3: huh? Uh, there was a big lawsuit against Wizard of Oz for the large amounts of asbestos that they used. Yeah. The
1: snowball yeah,
3: in the, the poppy t- field was all asbestos. They're just the dumping snow. it
1: on those people. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'll- well, that and then the um, the paint that they used for like the Tin Man. It it killed the original Tin Man.
1: It did. Yes, it killed the original guy. They got a new actor for yeah.
2: the role. Yeah. <laughs> God, <laughs> thank God for movies back then. They were safe.
3: I know. Look at that. Uh, that budget really got a lot. But yeah, that I'm that's awesome that you knew that piece. Because a lot of people don't know that they used straight up asbestos to be the fucking snow.
1: But in like, fairness, in that time frame, I mean. Nobody knew. And it was actually, you could purchase it for your house for like your home Christmas display. It was just artificial snow. It was just powder, well, asbestos powder. Yeah, it says
2: here <laughs> it was even used uh, nope. to archive some of the special effects such as the witch's burning broomstick. that had asbestos in it too everything had asbestos back then yeah the cowardly lion and scarecrow masks were made of foam latex makeup created by makeup artist Jack Don Don was one of the first to use the technique it took an hour each day to slowly peel Bulger's glued on mask from his face a process that eventually left permanent lines around his mouth and chin (laughs) holy shit
1: talk about committed to the role you know yeah (laughs)
2: Can you imagine coming home and the wife's like, "Okay, I can't seriously. Can you, can you take the costume off now?
3: I can't.
2: <laughs> wish I <laughs> wish I could."
3: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we have uh, hit our allotted time,
0: and it looks like it's time for us to come to a close. I had fun with you wow. guys this week. Did, were you guys fun being here? I'll oh, come on your clothes. <laughs> Nice. What do you call a cheap circumcision? A ripoff. What? <laughs> mm. What do elephants use for tampons? What? Sheep.
2: Here's one for you How is a woman like a condom?
0: I don't know.
2: Both spend more time in your wallet than on your dick.
0: Good point. Man, I'm glad we got to have this this moment this week, guys. I'm going to get some more drinking on. The tenderest love is between two homosexuals with hemorrhoids. So on that note, hmm. you guys have a good week. We'll see you again next week.
2: Okay. Thanks for coming. Peace out. Love you, buddy.
0: Well, I'll see you next week
2: love you guys corny <laughs> <Huzzah.
0: laughs>